0: Hello, how are you all, my lovely ladies? I am back for part two of my January special. Um, if you listened to the podcast last week, you will know that I am on a, I'm on a mission now in the month of January to make sure that you don't make the stupid mistakes that you've always been making and giving you a very realistic approach to um, changing your body, changing your life, changing your habits, changing your fitness. And um, and I suppose in a way to... I don't put a lot of myself out in social media. Um, people always say, Octari, oh, you should do more of your family. And, and the thing is, is that that's not my choice. That's my children's choice. And I don't like putting all that stuff out here. But out onto social media uh, in fact I despise social media Truth be told it's a great platform don't get me wrong but um I work with a lot of vulnerable women and sometimes it's, it's you know to their ruination. and people are comparing themselves to other people and it's awful and there's a lot of lies out there and there's a lot of falseness and and um I think when you come on here you's, yous I think you'll know what you'll get with me it'll be honesty it'll be realism um it'll be the facts that you'll need to change your body and change your life and to make you the best version of you and um you'll get to know me a wee bit better as well <laughs> um it's uh because I think people think that I'm very very cross and that's nothing cross at all it's just that I have very high expectations for my clients and um, when I coach people I like to get them results and sometimes you know, you have to tell them the truth and you have to be very honest. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm reiterating to you guys here, what i be been reiterating to my clients. You know, I have to have very honest, frank conversations with my clients when they're not getting the results that they want. And unknowingly, they're not doing what they need to do, but they don't like hearing what I have to say either. You know yourself when somebody tells you the God, it's honest truth. You hate it. You hate them. You absolutely despise them, but you know they're right. Well, that's usually me. I have to do that. I have to deliver that Deliver that lovely news on a daily basis. And, and you probably listen to some stuff here thinking, Jesus, tar, would you ever shut up? But I'm just being factual and beyond. I'm an evidence-based practitioner when it comes to nutrition and fitness. So. I'm delivering the facts and the evidence. So, anyhow, um, we are now into the second week, possibly the third, depending on when this podcast lands. Um, my six one plan was launched on the first Sunday in January. Um, my one or my tw- six-week online boot camp. If you haven't been on that, guys and you are struggling, get on it. Come on, you have to get on that. It's fantastic. Everything that I talk about in this podcast, everything that I um, deliver in social media, all my content, it's condensed into this. And you're getting all tons and tons of fantastic coaching, tons and tons of, you know, we have everything that you'll ever need everything that you'll ever need to know for fat loss for fitness mindset all in that one six-week program lots of people like we have clients who are on it for a full year now and they're doing amazing and they've lost stones and they're in the best shape they've ever been in their life they didn't do it in six weeks it took them many many months but if you get a chance do do please do join um when This podcast lands, you may be we we're starting on the 16th of January, Sunday, the 16th of January. So we may be a few days over. But look, if you're a few days late, better late than ever, jump on, send me a message, and we'll get you on. Um, but anyway, we did the first five pointers last week and um on the second podcast, we are going to move on now to the to the mid to the mid-tier of what I have made a list of you know the most important things when it comes to diet, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to mindset. And last week we did take ownership being realistic do you be patient and be flexible so we're going to kick this one off again and when people are changing their habits like I said last week you know we tend to go at it you know like a bull in a china shop um, like a greyhound led out of the trap we burst we burst at it and it's oh, fabulous this is and i'm going to change my body and you have these amazing visualizations of what you're going to be like and oh, i'm going to be amazing i'm going to cook really healthy food and i'm going to walk every day and i'm going to train three days a week and i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and then after day three you're absolutely banjaxed you're wrecked and you realize Oh, Jesus this is hard this is really freaking hard you know how do they do it over there I don't know how they do it it's so all right for them this is so hard for me and then all your excuses start to I'm so busy I have a young family I have this I have that I have... here we go again so it's woe is me and um you start to justify and <sighs> validate all the fake reasons why you can't do it and they're fake. they're all fake. they're all excuses let's be honest here so First thing, what I would say is go back and listen to the podcast. And the like go back and listen to the podcast from week one if you haven't listened to them. Um, and what I would say... Is that when you go on a diet or when you're dropping your calories? And I'm talking here for those of you who are listening to this, who are interested in fat loss. Now I'm sure most of you listen to this are interested in change of some shape, form, or fashion. If it's not fat loss, it's maybe be getting toned. If it's not getting toned, it's getting just getting some motivation, we be getting to move more, exercise, mindset, discipline, whatever it is. But for those of you who are listening to this, who are on a fat loss regime, or looking to drop body fat, we know calories are king, okay? And when you drop your calories, you're obviously inadvertently dropping the amount of food that you're eating, and you may not get to eat the same amount of food. In fact, you won't. Um, or as much of the nice foods that you have been eating before. And that's a fact. So understand that. Don't yap and cry and complain about it. That's the reality. When you're looking to lose weight, lose fat, you can never, ever eat the same volume of calories ever again whilst you're dieting or whilst you're trying to maintain your weight. That's a fact. Now, that said, you don't have to starve. You may have to change the quality of the food that you're eating. It may be a case of maybe inclusion over exclusion, adding more good voluminous foods into your diet. And this is what our, my point, first point today is. think, um, think low, Think low calorie, high volume foods. And what's that? I hear you ask. What is she talking about now? So what low calorie, high volume foods is? It's the very opposite, obviously, to low volume, high calorie. And a lot of us who start programs, we're coming from maybe a highly processed background. where We're eating lots of snacks that are, you know, prepackaged, processed, crisps, biscuits, all the usual stuff. You know what they are. You know, you know, you and you know what they are. That may be really, really low in volume, i.e. not filling, don't increase your satiety and you're hungry. It's like eating a McDonald's. You go into McDonald's and sure, they taste delicious, but you're hungry an hour later. Um, But they don't give you much bang for bucks in terms of satiety and, and keeping you, keeping the hunger from, keeping the wolf from the door, as I always say in terms of hunger. So low calorie, high volume food. That is And I always advise, because protein is a really important macronutrient, it's an essential macronutrient to human health. And the beauty by protein as well is that it keeps the will from the door in terms of hunger. It will keep you feeling fuller for longer. Your metabolic rate has to crank up by 30% almost in order to digest proteins. So you're getting a benefit there where you're burning a few extra calories just digesting it. But coupled with that, again, which increases volume on your plate as vegetables, salads, think color, think diversity in terms of color. And now um, for optimal gut health, what the research tells us we want to be aiming for 30 different types of plant foods a week. Now, when I'm talking about plant foods, I'm talking about whole foods. I'm talking about high fiber foods like vegetables, you know, like salads, like whole grains, different colors and trying to include that with every meal. Um, National Health Guidelines is 30 grams of fiber per day. I just put it up in my story yesterday around fibre and gut health, but what that also promotes is it promotes high volume i know myself and i try to get something you know with every meal even if it's in the morning i'm having porridge i try and get berries whether they're frozen or fresh throw some raspberries blueberries strawberries on top of my porridge and again you could get a a real good big hefty meal there and plenty of volume you know a bowl of porridge and some berries and it'll keep you going for hours so we're getting satiety there. Um, what happens is when fibre and when you're eating um, vegetables and salad and high fibre foods once they hit your gut and hit water they swell which swells in your gut and keeps you fuller for longer. Some, that's just the simple, it's it's a very simplistic approach to explain that but um, hopefully you get what I mean. And then if you couple that with a protein, so think protein first, then volume, salads, like you know yourself, if you have a plate full of broccoli, carrots, cabbage, you know, loads of volume, tomato, even salad, lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers, onions, peppers, fill your plate. Um, you know, that creates tons of volume. Like I made a lovely omelet yesterday for lunch and I had half of the plate was omelet and the other half was just a big massive salad. I keep a salad bowl in the fridge um, and it's just a salad bowl out of Tesco's or Marks and Spencer's. Um, it's being lazy, I just buy it and just left half the salad bowl, put it on the side of the plate, done, boom, you're getting tons of micronutrients, but you're also getting tons of fiber and it keeps you fuller for longer. So that's what I talk about when I talk about low calorie, high volume, as opposed to a big plate full of chips, um, or as I say, high calorie, low volume. Um, so yeah, look, that's probably a good point. start with that protein and loads of color in your plate. The other thing then I want to move on to is don't put the cart before the horse, So we are now in January, Um, the month of all changes, going to change the world, going to change my body, going to change my mindset, going to do this, going to do that, going to go off drink, (laughs) don't put the carpet for the horse. Gym memberships soar in January, soar. The amount of people who join exercise programmes in order to think, have to lose weight, must go to the gym, have to lose weight, must start running, have to lose weight, have to, um, you know, do a, a, a six week fitness boot camp training five, seven days a week and run the bejesus out of myself because that's what it takes to lose weight. Wrong. It doesn't. Because what you're going to do, is you're going to end up, number one, probably end up injuring yourself because you're probably deconditioned. You're starting from a basic level um, and you're going, you know, from not to 60 in you know, two seconds. No, calm down. The biggest way to change your body and to drop that is your diet. I always said years ago when I started personal training, and this is why I moved on to nutrition as well, because you have these women who come in and they think that if they go to a PT, that the weight's gonna just drop them at the door. Soon as they walk out that, you know, that they're they're, they're gonna be supermodels, supermodels within, you know, six weeks. If I go and pay a PT, 30 pound a session, 60, so that entitles me to weight loss, entitles my body to, you know, I want to be seeing my abs. No not a chance so you want to wise up on that kind straight away you will not change your body run into a pt run into the gym run on the roads i used to run marathons i ran marathons and it was heavier than what i am now work smarter not harder don't put the cart before the horse look at your diet if weight if you're overweight look at your diet look at the simple things first do you need to exercise Absolutely, yes, we know we need to actually exercise. It helps us live longer. We know it makes us healthier, but it doesn't make you thinner, okay? And what I try to do whenever I coach clients, particularly my one-to-one clients, particularly if there are a good few stone overweight, if they've never exercised and it's fun I laugh because a lot of you know when I get pre-consultation forms and you know how often do you exercise uh, about two times a week so or three times a week so you go in and you have your consultation your initial induction with a client you sense right so that's brilliant you're exercising you're doing three times a week and you're doing that like most weeks in the year you're exercising 45 weeks a year anyway definitely oh, oh no 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 I was doing that before lockdown and um I did like a six week boot camp for three days a week and uh, so when was the last time you exercised oh about six months ago then well why did you put down you're doing three times a week you're not doing three times a week you're doing nothing you many steps a day oh, I wouldn't be getting any more than 2000 okay so you're sedentary you're sedentary then okay so let's let's let, let's get realistic first if you're sedentary don't go and start looking to change your body by going to extreme lengths. Start off small. Start off. A fit. Fat loss is your goal. You're low hanging fruits, your diet. You could go out today and walk five miles and you wouldn't burn off the calories in two glasses of wine. So you've got to be practical and realize that. You're probably over guesstimating or under the calories you're consuming Maybe three snacks in a day because most of my clients never got overweight on their main meals. It was the snacks and the foods in and around their main meals that caused the issue. And usually all you have to do is, you know, replace, take out maybe two out of the five snacks a day and have somebody having their normal three meals. It's a simple low hanging fruit. It's the unsexy stuff that you know, but you don't want it because you think shiny objects and oh, I know Susan from work. She went to that girl over there and, you know, and she lost two stone, you know, but might work for Susan, might not work for you. Do you? I said this in the last podcast and it's funny because we do an induction um, and I do this induction at the start of my one-to-one online coaching program as well. The six week bootcamp. And I, I, I put a straight down, I drop the hammer straight away and I say, look folks, doing all these workouts isn't going to make you thin it's your daily habits choices the small changes every single day done day in day out week in week out month in month out year in year out it helps you lose weight and helps you gain weight or maintain your weight so don't think that you know coming here and doing four exercise sessions um and i said to uh, ladies this morning and are on site in donick here in county Tyrone, we run we still run we still do the same traditional boot camp that we did which is uh, two pet sessions a week in small groups of ladies I say to them every time, ladies, and we sit in the room, we do the induction and I tell them, folks, you throwing yourself about this room for an hour isn't going to change your body. Your body changes when you walk out the doors. Decisions you make on average, we have about 110 on average. Our waking hours in the week it's what you do on those 110 waking hours it's those small daily decisions those little battles (laughs) you can master those little battles whoops I nearly said a bad word there (laughs) you manage those little battles you will win the big war and that's the decisions not what you do in that two hours with your expensive pt I say it on my online bootcamp, we do two strength sessions. We do cardio session, We do a yoga session. That's not going to change your body. It will make you strong. It will make you healthy, but it won't change your body. So focus on your low hanging fruit, whatever that might be for you. You focus on that. Okay. It could be your portion size. It could be the amount of snacks you're eating. It could be your scones at 10 o'clock in the morning. It could be your wee biscuits when the kids go to bed at night, your wee treats. It could be your two glasses of wine at night, whatever it is, figure out what it is. Hit that first and do it for a long period of time. Break that cycle for a month, say I'm gonna cut these out for a month, see how you get on, measure your progress, but don't try to change everything all at once. So don't put the cart before the horse. And that leads me perfectly in then, don't overwhelm yourself. I just pretty much answered that in the previous one, but you know yourself, you've done it. You have done it, you've tried to change everything all at once and it didn't work. Do not overwhelm yourself. Whenever I coach um one-to-one clients, it happens, ah, oh, probably 70, 80% of the time. You know, they, they, they want you to, you know, so you're dealing with a client who has maybe battled weight her whole life, has tried every diet, has been to Slim & World, been to Weight Watchers, downloaded my fitness plans online, you know, tried everything, tried everything. And they still come at you. I'll do whatever it takes to her. I'll do, just give me all, just give me the harsh deficit. I will walk 15,000 steps a day. I will do five workouts a week. Just give it because I am sick and tired to the teeth feeling the way I feel right now. I've been awful. I hate myself. I don't like myself. And there's a surefire way you're going to hate yourself even more when you quit five days into your new and intense overwhelming (laughs) schedule of calorie deficit and workouts so don't overwhelm yourself and they'd be raging with me then it's like well actually no in fact I don't even want you to work out and here's the calories I want you to eat and they're going but but I, I don't lose weight on those calories and I go you'll lose weight on these calories when you're coached properly and when you're handheld and when we're looking forensically at what you're putting in your mouth um and they do drop weight and you are just maybe getting them to move from doing 2,000 steps a day to 5,000 steps a day. So if you have somebody who's really overweight, who really doesn't have, is very deconditioned, and they've never really done anything, number one, decreasing somebody's calories is demanding enough in your energy. Then to say to them, well, okay, I want you to also go out and I want you to walk for 45 minutes every day on top of that. So I'm asking you to take calories out of your diet and walk. That's a that You might not think that's a lot, but it is, and it does require energy. And dropping somebody's calories, not getting as much sugar, you know, they're not getting as they're not eating as much processed foods. You go through a wee transition where you get headaches; and it's almost like a detox. And then you're asking somebody they're looking for like fifteen thousand steps a day and five workouts a week. It's like uh-uh, calm the horses, calm the digger, calm down. We're in this for the long haul, one thing at a time. You add those in as you go through, so you get successful at doing one thing. And then you add it in. I had a client, I did an induction with a client yesterday, and I was just saying, Right, are you sure? No, I don't, I it's going to calm down. I can guarantee you that you've done this in the past. Uh huh. That's just right. You're here now for a one to one VIP coaching program. We're going to become very, very good at integrating things slowly and doing them right and not overwhelming yourself. Okay, so next one is number nine. I love this one. Don't major on the minor things. I get some laughs. I get some laughs at people, you know. Um, and I always say this, and anybody who's been with me for a while on my coaching programs, they end up answering my questions now for me on the on our one-to-one, um, or sorry, on our six-week online boot camp. People get an opportunity, myself and Damon go in to the wee private Facebook group every day, and people po- po- post questions, you know. And um, and you can predict we know we know exactly what's going to come and we almost preempt that this is going to happen. This is one of those ones you preempt. So you have somebody who has been battling again, struggling, been in every diet, totally confused. Don't know, don't know whether Arthur or Martha when it comes to dieting because they've tried that many things. None of it worked. They don't know what's right. (laughs) And they just want Just tell me, just tell me. So you might have somebody who, you know, unbeknownst might be eating 700 calories a day and, you know, rice cakes or um and cottage cheese but it's like Tara um, you know is it okay to put a wee bit of sugar-free dilute in my orange now they might be in 800 calories a day sugar-free dilute is what one calorie are you sure or oh, you sure uh-huh No, honestly, you don't need to worry about the sugar free dilute. You need to worry about the three bottles of wine at the weekend you're drinking. You need to think about that maybe sneaky Chinese that you're eating at 1,800 calories on a Sunday night. And you need to worry about the 700 calories a day you're consuming in rice cakes and crackers and cheese. Not the one calorie dilute in your tea, in your water. But oh, Jesus, no, majoring on the minor things. What do you think to yourself? You do it, it's like, Oh, should I use blue milk or should I use pink milk? Oh, uh, you know, maybe them eating 5,000 calories a week in chocolate. But, oh, Jesus, should I drink blue milk or should I drink pink pink, pink milk? Because that's going to be the making and breaking of the diet. Stop majoring on minor things. Look at your day and say, and it still lasts. and every, every month there's always one that makes me laugh out loud makes me laugh out loud and i you know I, I say it to their face i write it you made me lol you made me lol you know you're worrying about five calories you know but you're not tracking your you know you're under tracking your spaghetti bolognese by 400 calories but you're worried about the two calories you're It it's again you know is there right to eat a banana is there right to eat a banana oh jesus banana's not good sugar frit's fr- fr- not good you know oh I should eat frit sugar sugar I'll store as fat no Calories is calories. Will you eat them from bananas or Mars bars? Calories are calories. Yes, bananas are more healthy, they more nutrition, and they're better for you than a bar job. But calories are calories when it comes to fat loss. So stop majoring on the minor things when it comes to fat loss. Calories is king. I could I often say to my clients, you've heard me say it a million times. I could diet you on white wine and Mars bars, and you'll lose weight, but you'll not be healthy. But <laughs> you'll still be thin. There's a difference. Um, you want to look at 80% of your calories being neutrally dense and then that wee bit of wiggle room for that flexibility. But stop majoring on the minor things. And the funny thing is, it's the people who struggle their whole life, they spend so much mental energy, you know, on the wee tiny things. And I was speaking to a client yesterday and oh, I swear to God, she must have every supplement known to man, you know, every supplement known to man. And I said, are these supplements taking the seven stone that you need to lose off your body? No, to stop panicking about supplements. Focus on the low-hanging fruit. Focus on what's going to get the biggest change quickest for you, which is maybe cutting down your snacks and cutting down your portion size. It's as simple as that. Stop short cutting for for, um, fatty freaking supplements. You can get all your supplements through your diet. The only thing you can't get through your diet is vitamin D3 because it comes directly from from the sunshine onto your skin 30 minutes of sunlight a day. So stop majoring on minor things. I would say a lot of you probably have the cupboards full of stuff, full of stuff that you've never used. It's probably going out of date because you're majoring on the minor things. I often say to people, saying, well, what should I buy? Now, what should I buy? What should I buy? So you don't need to buy anything. You just need to take stuff out of your diet. You don't need to add. You just take, take your take your snacks down from four a day to two a day. You know, you're know you going to cut 500 calories a day by doing that. And you're going to lose a pound of fat a week. That's all you need to do right now. One thing at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't major minor things. Okay, we'll do time for one more. The other one again, and I'd mentioned this in the first one, shiny object syndrome. You're on your plan. I said talked about doing you. You're on your plan. You're going well. You're chipping along. As Damon always, my husband and Damian always say, just keep chipping every week on our online boot Can we do a live QA every Friday night? And Damon always says, stop looking for these big weight losses every week. Keep chipping keep doing what you're doing you're doing well half a pound pound a week brilliant fabulous over a period of two three months you could have a stone off sure what's wrong with that but oh no we want the big shiny objects that susan from work's doing and the weight's dropping of her so oh my god she's doing better i have to jump right over there and the next one is don't be a hopper don't be a hopper don't be bamboozled or distracted by other people mind your own business do your own thing stop looking at what other people's doing and stay consistent with what you're doing yourself you know it's like pts You see people going serial PTs. Now, there's nobody's a bigger fan than me. And I coached, I was a PT, one-to-one PT. And after a couple of years, surely God, you get stale. And, you know, sometimes you just, you hear the same message from a different voice and it seems to click and work. And that's fine. But every couple of weeks or every couple of months are moving from one thing. Wow, I heard such and such over there. She's at this big camp and she lost half a stone. And the first week I'm going there. So I'm going to leave what I'm doing. My perfectly good coach here. And I'm going to go over there. Or I've been at that PT for six months and I haven't lost a pound. It's not going to do all these squats and blah, 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 blah. And such and such went to that class here. And look, look at her, look at her and look at me. And who gets the blame? The PT gets the blame. Or the fitness coach gets the blame. and. Stop hopping around. Find an exercise you enjoy. Stick with it. If you find you're getting stale after a few years, then change. And that's normal. That's okay. But it's important to do what you enjoy, and it's important to find a coach that you enjoy too. Especially if you are a PT, you'll know you'll connect with somebody, and you'll find that you're you you know that you are enjoying your training session when you're just flies by and it's the same with a PT you know when you're a PT and you have a client in and they're doing really well and they're progressing and you you have a you have a connection you have a good vibe with the client um the the hour flies in but if you have an hour with a melter it's the longest hour in the world where you're and, and then you feel like you've run a marathon because you've taken on all their problems and all their complaints in that hour you'll feel like you've run a marathon and and you know it works both ways so you know don't, if you're enjoying your workouts right now and, you know, you, the shiny object in the corner of your eye is shining bright because somebody is working for somebody else, put, put the blinkers on. Keep, mind your own business. Stick with what's working with you and leave it alone and stay there until such times as you're bored and you're ready for a change, then think about it. And where are we at now? We are at 28 minutes. So I'm going to maybe, I'll, do you know what? I'll leave it at that for today um thank you so much for listening I love doing these and I'm sort of I'm dotting in and peppering all these pointers with stories of my own clients my clients are so funny and they don't know what way to take me at times honestly (laughs) but there's one thing I want for my clients is that they have no doubt in their mind why they're not making progress that's first and foremost. They have no doubt, they know where they're going wrong. Then it's creating a plan of action for them. It's like when people come into my sexy boot camp and I say, right, okay, now you know why you're going wrong. Maybe you weren't tracking properly. Maybe you were guessing your calories on the butter and your bread or you were guessing the calories in your chips or you were guessing the calories in your meal out. And you now know that you're making that mistake. Okay, now you know that, now you know what to fix it. Now you've got that knowledge Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. You've got to apply. You've got to implement. You've got to take action. No, let's take action. Let's do what you said you were going to do and stop bullshitting. So you're only bullshitting yourself. Um, and don't waste money. Jesus, you don't want to be wasting money and joining programs and wasting your money. And People always say to me, I'm going to come to you because I know you're going to tell me what I need to hear. And then when you start dropping the hammer and you drop the truth bronze, oh, Jesus, you're the, you're the worst in the world. You're a bitch on oh, the I, I can't believe she said that to me. And, you know, But we do get a laugh, I have to say. And, um, you know, we I think deep down inside, we all know what we need to do. We all know. But let's get real with ourselves now and start, as I say, implementing that one thing. That one wee thing, as I say, don't major on the minor things. Don't go out the day and buy a clean fortune supplements and buying all this food. It's not going to do Are the big fancy trainers or the fancy Fitbit and the 500 pound watch, you know, all those ones that go out and, you know, they're dressed to kill and sure they never do nothing and spend a clean fortune because they think and hope and pray that it might be the motivation. It might drive them to do something. And by the end of week one, they're 500 pound down and <laughs> no better off for it. Don't be, don't be that person take action straight away don't sit and get out all your files and you know order your tablet order my Tesco's online and have all this food and all this stuff I'm gonna really do no you're not you're not you still have to do it you still have to do it you can't outsource it you still have to take action so that's my takeaway take action do one thing today that is going to make a change then try to implement it in as a habit have to stack after that we'll talk about that next week but anyhow i'm going to love you some ladies on this on this second week we're still in the month of january chin up everybody get out in that weather get your coat on get your podcast on get your funky music on don't listen to sad stuff don't look at sad stuff if your mood's low by jesus don't be looking at anything that's going to pull it down any further surround yourself with people who make you laugh and uplift you have a good day have a good week bye bye everybody